Hello. Way to slide into the podcast. Sliding in the DM. I don't know why it's doing that. I oh, I can see why. Oh, the mic just fell because you placed it this way. How did I place it? I just literally sat it up no, the way it always just, is. No, it's not. It has to go like that. It's those th- three pegs here. Yeah, I guess I got twisted. So the thing is, the, the thing is, the thing is, I was proud of you for a second because you finally faced it the right way, but then you couldn't make it stand up. It was standing till you knocked it over. No, it was standing before you breathed too hard. It was standing before you slid on your knees past it. Yeah, I did slide in here on my knees. Slid up in this podcast. <laughs> Well, everybody, welcome to Just Sippin' with your host, Savannah Woods and Trini Williams. T-Dub's in the house. First pod of 2022. First pod of 2022. Um, uh, 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 I have to... I feel like we have I a lot have to unpack. No, not that much. Oh. Because we only, we only want to rant, we only want to rant about one or two things. Yeah. Um, what well, do you want to rant about today? Ranting. How, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? Are you feeling like rant? Or are you feeling like let's talk about something? One of the one of your sports stories over that you've had over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, or I could do watching both. Watching sports, or I, I could go either at a way. sporting event. I think one thing, just in where we ended off at the year, was we were in bowl season. We were both excited for our teams, and that's kind of the last podcast. And so I think we should detox. 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 I like detox. Detox, baby. Detox. Just our bowl experiences, because we both went to our bowl games, and then we can move past football and and look ahead, um, or at least college football, and look ahead at. Like Super Bowl, basketball season, and other exciting things. Okay, we can do that. So, so maybe maybe just fill everybody in on how your Tennessee Music City Bowl experience was in like a, a short synopsis. We don't I was to way too on. drunk to be in public. That's my short synopsis. Mm-hmm. We can't speak today. Synopsis. It's the um. pregame we had before the show. <laughs> We went to Clyde's and we drank, and we don't normally do that. Normally, Trini comes straight here after we get off work, and and our first drink is the show. Tonight, that has not been the case. Yeah. And so, I think that's messing up our speech a little bit, but you know, we just sipping, and that's the whole damn concept. We just sipping, sipping, gulping, chugging, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, I was too drunk to be in public. I probably should have been arrested by how loud I was screaming the F word around all these children and families in Nissan Stadium. <laughs> For those that don't know, Tennessee was absolutely screwed in the Music City Bowl this year. It wasn't wasn't fun at all. Um, the Purdue Boilermakers, um, I mean, goes to them. It was a great game. The the But the game was robbed by the fellas in the black and white. From anybody that watched, you could clearly see that. It's not just anybody just sitting here saying, oh, gold balls all day. I got orange and white goggles on as I watch the game. Everything is against Tennessee, and I'm just biased. Nah. Nah. We got got screwed. 
So, um, I mean, throughout the day, so I was actually hanging out with my fiance's uncle the entire day. And uh, that made an experience for the both of us because we went to this tailgate. Mm-hmm. We actually uh, uh, went to another tailgate. We were traveling between tailgates with beers in our hands. Um, then we went inside the game, got more beers. And, and uh, I don't know, I was just thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thirsty. It was a day. I was thirsty. So I, um, but I had a great time. It was a, it was definitely a, 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 a an exciting day. Shout out to the fiance for picking me up at one a.m., getting me back home safely. But um, but uh, what a what a wild way to end football season. But you know, it's 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 exciting that I mean we lost. We lost five games this year, Tennessee mm-hmm. football. No, six. We lost six. I can't remember what the six. Oh yes, we lost six one. So we lost to a uh, a Heisman favorite with Pitt and uh, and their quarterback uh, Pickett, and um, then we lost two games to the two teams that were in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Alabama and Georgia. We lost to Florida, who almost beat Bama the week before. And then we lost two games to, to the referees. <laughs> you lost to the we refs. We lost two games to the referees. <laughs> so I don't know how the, the referees maybe gave you my, my goodness. We beat so many records. We had so many we were ranked so highly, like top five, top ten, and so many different uh, offensive uh, statistics for the year in college football, defense, uh, uh, scoring, and, Your and then... Your quarterback's coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Your quarterback is coming yes, back? Yes, Hinton Hunter's okay. coming yeah, back. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, He'll be a good person to And so everyone's season. super excited for next year. We just got to... We just got to finish a couple of these games, be on the better side of, of a lot of this, because right now we have the pieces, like... The, the 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 stats that we were able to put up like like it was like best in Tennessee history um the, a lot of a lot of the stuff we ranked in as, as I just said top five top 10 in college football so there's no reason that we we weren't top we finished the season not in the top 25 mm-hmm. even with all those great stats um but we just we you know we, we lost a couple out there yeah um, well and good, new good coach. They're like even go back to the beginning stages of this podcast. Like we were talking about what is Tennessee's season gonna look like and certainly to go with a brand new coach year one, a quarterback struggle in the beginning and then Hendon Hooker comes out on top and everything that the program overcame, I think it was successful. And so now that you've got that foundation built, bringing that back next year, plus recruiting and national signing day, and then we had the pre signing day in December, national signing day coming up in a week. It's next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of exciting stuff. So, certainly, it wasn't good for ending bowl season for either one of us. But things are looking ahead for UT football. I think. Yeah, though no, we're definitely gonna have a um, a great off season, and you know, I just hope that that I mean, I told you a couple shows ago that that you're the problem out here. The media that throws the stuff in there that gets coaches fired back and forth um we any first year coach especially if he does this good is like oh my god we got the guy like they did the same thing with butch Mm -hmm. Um, 
I feel like, especially when he beat number 11 South Carolina that, that first year. Then the second year, he got a little bit better. And then uh, with Jeremy Pruitt, like a couple big games his first year. I believe we beat Auburn that first year he was the coach. And like in in Auburn, like it was, it was a bunch of great games. And so, and then like after year two, it's like, well, I haven't won a national championship yet. Then if it's anything like average or above average in year three, then it's like, go fire him, get him out of here. And then- well, that's- the media plays a part in that, but that's fan bases and donors more than anything because yeah. they want to know what their money's going to and what they're supporting is going to be fruitful. But the Certainly money's not going to come if the media is bad. Well, the media definitely plays part. I'm not denying that. But at yeah. the same time, also at this stage, at an SEC caliber, at a, a large D1 school with you know the, the history and everything that the Vols program comes with, uh, the media certainly is talking about it, but I think the pressure's there regardless. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, like if I, you I gotta just, be consistent, or you're right. It's it's a churn and burn. If you're not I performing in the it. SEC, you're out. That's bottom line. I think about it a lot. Like I wonder what it's what it's like being on that side of the table. Of mm-hmm. okay, do I stay here with job security where I can keep go- doing like really well, maybe above average seasons, and I'm not gonna get fired? Maybe get a couple raises, or do I just Throw it away, make bank, but I may have the job for three, four years because I didn't win a championship or anything like that. Right. And, you know, it's like what's the, the trade-off for a coach? Stability for their family, for themselves, for a program? Or, you know, you got to take the risk and you got to go and see what you're capable of at a higher stage and at a higher caliber. And so regardless yeah, I'm of not the saying it's pressure, a, I'm not saying it's ever a bad decision. I'm yeah. just saying I've never, I'm, I don't know what the experience is. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I would just be like, all right, let's pack it up. Time to go coach at LSU. I guess in my eyes, it's like if you've always wanted to be a coach and you've made it to maybe a smaller school like, a, I don't know, an Austin P or something where like you're, you're performing against these people and then suddenly like you have really good successful years and now somebody wants you to come be an OC at a Power 5 school and then you're an OC for a few years and you do really well and you finally get, like, your shot at a, a big-time coach. Like, I feel like it'd be hard to turn that down if that's, the, you know, your dream and that's all you've ever wanted to be. But certainly the pressure's on that if you're not performing, you're out after a few years. People don't want mediocre seasons of, you know, we want Bama seasons. Right, people don't want seven and fives or eight and fours. They want Eight and fours, how dare you, get out. I know, and in retrospect, it's like, that's not bad. Yeah. We would all take that after we've all been through the ruts of the, God forbid, the 2008 Ole Miss 2 and 10. Like, we've been there. So, like, we are we look back and you're like, oh, I'll take an 8 and 4 any day. But then when you're winning, but it's at that that capacity and you can't ever get the next step up. Like, people yeah, always yeah. want more. That's all I feel back for those Big Ten teams like mm-hmm. Penn State and Michigan. Like, Great coaches, and they're always like in the top twenty-five. They have these eight and four, nine and three seasons, and then it's still like. But people want fire them. We they want to be in the playoffs. Want they want to be in the New Year's Six. They want to go win the Big Ten championship, and so it's like, even when you are performing, and that's that's a good performance with the amount of competition and the way things mm-hmm. are in college football now. But it's just so hard because um, it's always no. I mean, even Saban. He's consistently winning, but the second he doesn't, it's like, oh, is this Saban's retirement? Is this is this where he he goes out and he loses? And it's like he's poop. Even the media and fan bases, like they start to. I don't think I've ever seen a statue go for a coach while he's still at the. 
at the university. <laughs> it's usually like after retirement or something like that. No, they already have the statue of the put it up, put it up. Put it up. This man's but, a this man's a legend. I mean, even him, it's like he's arguably the best coach in college football. Yeah. In my opinion, he is, but it's like, sure you can argue that. But he, I mean, even him, it's like the second he loses to Georgia or somebody even gets close, he wins, but they somebody competitively gets close, it's like, oh, this is Saban's downfall and people are pissed and it's like, it's just, it's hypercritical it's under the spotlight. It's incredible. I would love to, I would love to have Tennessee be a, be a Bama for once. Yeah. <laughs> one time. But just maybe, once. maybe we will. But, but, um, on, but uh, all in all, yes, I hope, I hope we hold on to Coach Heibel. We believe in what he's got going. He's a definitely a he's definitely a winner, and um, once we get once we get once we get a few different recruits in there, man, I'm gonna be hype. Hype. I'm gonna be well, hype. Yeah, I, I lost my bowl game. Your bowl game was um was sad as well. Sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Lost your quarterback in the first quarter, and all of a sudden. Yeah, that's where, like. Losing is one thing, but then to watch, I think what's more upsetting and what was most upsetting is to watch somebody who, you know, players aren't coming back to play bowls anymore because they know they're going at a high round in the NFL. And you mm-hmm. look at, I mean, that was the conversation all postseason was, oh, this person's not playing the game and oh, this person's opting out and how can <laughs> we entice players? Oh gosh, he's choking on red wine, folks. I'm fine. You good? Yeah. You good? Okay. Yeah. But it's like that was the conversation with every program this this postseason of, you know, they're they're not coming back and how do we entice players and how do we keep the incentive alive for them to come and play in these high performing or or highly visible bowl games, and so for someone like Matt Corral who is such a team player and such a leader and all he wants Heisman is finals. Heisman yeah like he he's a Heisman runner and the in the conversation all year puts out incredible statistics. Breaks records at Ole Miss. We also have, like you guys did at Tennessee, like record-breaking seasons. And then to come back, and he he's one of the only ones that is like, I'm coming back because this is what you do. It's like, it reminds me kind of of Peyton Manning. He was like, I'm coming back because, like, it's what you do. Like, yeah. that's, you know, if my career is there, it's there. And if I'm talented, I'll, I'll make it through it. But I'm coming through for my team and for the staff and the coaches and my brothers. And it's like, for him to have gone through all that, and then that to happen to him the first quarter was the most upsetting about the game. Because yeah. it's like that's not supposed to happen to somebody who comes back and tries to do, you know, it's just that's not how their story's supposed to end. And so that was the most upsetting part for the whole program and for all the players and coaches, but for him especially. And, like, then he comes back out on crutches and, you know, he's emotional on the sideline. And, of course, every cam- camera is in his face, like – watching him cry and watching him realize all these things and like the emotional you know baggage that he's having to mentally go through is broadcast on live television for everybody and it's like this is heartbreaking to watch and that was the most upsetting part um certainly we all wanted to come out on top as winners and like nobody wants to lose and losing is no one wants to lose to an emotionless coach but that kid, that beat, that that guy doesn't smile. He doesn't do shit. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. You see his expressions. Nothing. There's not. There's no, not one. <laughs> not. Not. Not existing. Oh, we won. Okay, great. Oh, okay. 
I didn't know. <laughs> I, I don't pay attention. It's like, it's like, I don't look at scoreboards during games. Like, what? He's a football guy. He's not here for laughs. But yeah, that was... Enjoy. That was the hardest part. New Orleans was great. Experience was great. Oh yeah, you and, were in New Orleans. Did you yeah, do it? Yeah. We're in New Orleans. Did you do it? Did I do what? Did you do the thing? Mardi Gras, baby? Yeah, yeah. No, no, just like the thing. Did you do the thing? I don't know what that what people, what, what girls do down in New Orleans? Oh, no. Oh. I did not. I did not. Um, I've, I'm past those years trying to old now. <laughs> <laughs> no one's trying to see them old things. Nobody needs to see this old mess. I'm at a quarter life crisis, baby. <laughs> we're old and we're, we're, we're not there. But no. It, and like my final thing, that on the game was for then him to go out in the first quarter we held in there until the fourth i mean we went into halftime tied seven and seven without our quarterback and with a backup quarterback true freshman who has not played a snap in a game since high school my life well like if you think about that the pressure of i'm in a new year six bowl my heisman conversated quarterback whose legacy's footsteps i'm falling behind who's going to be a first round nfl draft just went down i haven't played a snap in a game with a crowd environment like that ever and not a snap in a game since high school and then he came in there and i mean we held like the score deficit did not hit till the fourth quarter our defense stepped up and the true freshman QB had a lot riding and like he held us in there longer because that could have gone. I mean, we could have been really blown out. And so I will say that I, in hindsight, while we didn't win and while Matt Corral and that whole situation sucked, it was like, it was at least promising to see our defense step up and what this kid can do walking in. And I mean, God, who would have, who in the hell would have expected him to have played nobody Nobody. i mean that kid hasn't literally played a snap in a game in a year since high school and so it's like just to watch that and we held in there as long as we did was promising and exciting and and certainly we've got a lot of changes going on which which worry me but that's just i mean it's it's worrisome but it's excitement like we lost both our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator so now we have new oc and new dc quarterbacks going to the draft we what lost Sam that? Williams, best defensive player going to the draft. What about that running back? Jerry and Ely? No, the other one. Snoop? Yeah. Draft. Like, all of our... And so that's where it's like, it was promising to see us fight as long as we did. Granted, we're losing a lot of those people and a lot of those coaches, and so I do think we've got rebuilding. But, based off of, I think it was a day or two ago... We had the number three, like, transfer class in the country. So we've picked up, while we've lost some people to the draft or to the portal, we've picked up some really, really four, five-star performers. Like, we got a huge running back five-star from TCU who's transferring. Mm -hmm. We got a four-star wide receiver from Louisville who's transferring. And so we've come out number three in the nation with the transfer class portal. So... That helps bridge a little bit of that, and and certainly I'm excited to see what National Signing Day next week looks like. Yeah, me too. Um, I always kept up with National Signing Day. I just I my love phone, it. Set my phone and they were fresh, oh, I and love I see it. the little 
little the Twitter. Uh, the Twitter graphics come in saying like got one and it's like and, it's and then like, it shows the name yeah and, three star out of yeah. this place hometown this yeah. high school like and then they're in the uniform like it's hype it's so hype I can't yeah. wait yeah yeah uh, there were a lot of names that I remember from the draft day though that are definitely unfor- unfor- uh, definitely forgettable now like I don't know who those people are I don't know yeah. where they went <laughs> yeah. but a lot of our drafts yes they could they could be good names no um uh, so. Trickling into now the NFL season, um, yeah. we we're talking about um, talking about players coming back and playing, and um, one of the players that did that for us at Tennessee was Trey Smith, offensive lineman, incredible. He's a great player. They actually thought his like football career was over. Um, I think it was something with like blood clots or something where it was like in like he like they they thought he would couldn't play. I can't remember what the what the symptoms were, but. They thought his football career was over, but he made it through. Mm-hmm. Came back a senior year at Tennessee. You know who he plays for now? Mm-mm. The Chiefs. Ooh, he's so a, you he's, got he's a starting linebacker. Uh, started starting lineman on the Chiefs. Now, I'm sorry that we have to root for him to lose. <laughs> so you got the Bengals. We have to root for him to lose, not because of the Bengals, because I'm tired of seeing old. Oh, uh, Jackie Mahomes and Brittany being wild on fucking TikTok. Let's talk about that for a second because like, <laughs> I have to root against the Chiefs just because of those two. It, it's gotten pretty bad. Um, you know, for those of you that don't know or maybe aren't on TikTok, to give some context, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes' little brother and now baby mama fiance, where they have ridden a little bit of the backs of his celebrity status to now create their own celebrity status and become TikTok famous. And they're obnoxious. Yeah, and they've teamed up together and they've done all these videos and like some of you may have seen on like ESPN where they like overstepped their bounds on the side of the field back at the early part of a season just to make a TikTok and like it did not go over well with people. Right. And so it's gotten Certainly out of hand. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and it, and people think like, oh, they're just picking on so and so because he does this thing. It's like, nah, man, we don't like this goofy stuff at fucking football. Like, uh, remember when Juju Smith Schuster was doing all those TikToks oh, every yeah. freaking game, oh, and yeah. then <laughs> then they clowned him. Like that was, I laughed at that because it, everyone was sick of it. Like, yo, get this dancing dude off the freaking yeah, field. Yeah, it's. I mean, um, that's the point. Same thing. Same thing with Jackson Mahomes, and then uh, 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 with uh, with. This girl Brittany as well. They're just uh, like it's it's like they 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 walk through the door of celebrity status and already put this label on them of like yeah we're gonna be obnoxious and annoying and make all these TikToks whenever we can. It's and like then, if people so boycotted now, watching their stuff. Now everything they do just just gets seem, on, just gets on everyone's nerves. Yeah, it gets on the nerves. Like I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure like like. Like, if it was anybody else. Just, okay, think if Ole Miss won the Sugar Bowl and Eli Manning is in the box above you and he sprays the crowd with champagne. You'd be pretty hype. Yeah. Right? You'd be, be like, yeah, let's go, shit. Eli. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah! with your mouth open, like, give me that champagne. Oh, I'd be freaking out. You saw Brittany did that in this past this past game. You see that, right? No. She, yeah, she, she, like, she popped the bottle and just sprayed it all over the crowd. And, like, the fact that it was her, that's why everyone's like, yo, fuck this girl. 
<laughs> like she's so annoying. You didn't see it? No. Hold on, I'm about to, I'm about to show pull you. Pull it up. I didn't see you. it. I'm about to pull. I'm about to pull it up. I'm about to pull it up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because so I was actually texting my dad this morning. I was telling him the whole story because he he doesn't keep up with like the the outside of football stuff. And I was like, Yo, you know why we're cheering them, them to lose? Because of this. And he's like, Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. I didn't see that. Pull it up. Hold on, hold on. And and while we're talking about it, on, so it is, I know you've got the Bengals. Here it is. Oh, here it is. Just, just, just. Well, I mean, people went nuts though. No, that's 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 Mr. Mahomes screaming like that. <laughs> I wish like, I could see the crowd more. Yeah, I wish I could see the crowd more too. Like what they're actually doing. I think it was asked on like a podcast of like. Were, are, do people in Kansas City hate these people as much as the rest of the world does? I don't know. Oh my gosh! We, what was the response? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think I've, I don't think I finished watching it. I was at work and then I was like, okay, I, th- okay, okay. I think I'm. I think I lost track of the video when I got back to my computer. Well, but, I mean, they're basically while they may be on everyone's nerves, they're like buying all of Kansas City. You know that they. She is a part owner of the. Major League Soccer team. Mm-hmm. He is a a part owner of the Royals, or like a significant amount of the Kansas City Royals. Does and he also have like a gym? Or he's like a... the you know the main quarterback for the Chiefs. So like they've got their hand in every professional sports team or some type of ownership with their money. And she owns a gym, and it's like they're slowly buying all of Kansas City pro sports. So. That's another thing. Like, they're going to be popping in the KC Royals game or the yeah. soccer game. I yeah. don't know. But, yeah. They're going to be doing the same stuff. Like, 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 I, like, like I just metaphor I just used. Like, I'm pretty sure I'd be, if, like, I looked up and saw Peyton Manning spraying champagne on me after we won a big game. Like, oh, an exciting, I'd open I'd, that mouth wide. I'd be like, yo, I'd be taking my shirt off and like, yeah. yo, let's go. And, like, everyone's losing their mind just because it's her. Because they put that label on them at the beginning. That's it. Also, let's be real. As hype as we'd be, Peyton and Eli would never do that. <laughs> no, they would not. They would never. They would never do they that. They would never be caught dead. They would never do that. So, yeah. But I will say, all that to say, I know that's you're not cheering for the Chiefs. The no. only reason... I'm cheering for the Chiefs is because I put a bet down with BetMGM back in preseason. They had this promo running that was you bet 50 bucks to pick a super, someone that goes to the Super Bowl. And for every game that they win up until the Super Bowl, you get $5. So if they win 10 games, you got your 50 bucks back plus... You win $300 if your team goes. So I picked the Chiefs because I was like, all right, that's a pretty safe bet. Whether they go to the Super Bowl or not is one thing to win my $300. But I'll win my money back plus some because, like, they'll at least win 10 games. So now we're here, and I've won my money back plus some on my money down. You don't need the $300. But I have a chance to win my $300. You You don't need that $300. I would enjoy that three hundred dollars. I'm gonna put money on the Bengals right now, just because of that. That's fine. Put the gonna, money down. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put three hundred dollars on the Bengals. But I'm just telling you, the only reason I'm cheering for them at this point is to get my five dollars back on this game to continue to make money off of them, 
and my $300 when they go to the Super Bowl, which will be a total of about $400 I will have made off of Kansas City. Why are you talking about your finances on this podcast? You trying to get robbed? No, we're not talking about finance. This is betting. This is different. But we talk about every, betting on every pod. Everyone just found out that you're rich. My $400. If you want to come rob me for 400 measly dollars that won't It'll pay be your rent, won't buy your car. It'll be me. I'm robbing you. Track me down. See I'm if you can find you. me. Fine. I'm robbing you right now. You are? Give, wow. me, give me your money. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money because I haven't won. I'll be back. I'll be back <laughs> next week. I'm moving in between now and then, so you'll never find me. <laughs> Good luck. So, I mean, we both know where our money's going there. But I would like my $400, so... In total. And okay. that's the only reason I'm cheering for them, and that was thanks to a BetMGM promo with my sports betting habits. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be Burrow. I'd be Burrow. But Joey B. Because I want my money. I feel like putting money on just to like, just so I can. Just so you can get back at me. Yeah. Just and, so you can be the opposite. And if it would be like, just a, it would be just a huge win for me. Like, if they won, I'll be like, I'll be hyped. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so 49ers and Rams. Who you got? I got the Rams. Unless the 49ers pull some shit off. Well, no, the the Rams. I want to see Stafford succeed. The Rams should be really good. And then after that wild Tampa Bay game, like coming out on top, Beating Tom Brady, I want to see them go to the Super Bowl. They're I mean, a fun team to watch. Like I mean, they've shoot, been every so game fun. Was awesome. Now they got OB, like OBJ Stafford finally got over the oh, like because he's been to playoffs and he's lost, 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 lost. He had never won a playoff game, and that's why all this pressure was riding on him for this game. He's never been able, like he's always choked in a playoff. And yeah. they were even even the commentators were talking about that. And so like, all right, now he like made it through. He has a win under his belt. He beat Brady. They're just fun to watch. So I I want to see them go all the way. And whether L.A. plays Kansas City or they played the Bengals, like that matchup is going to be fun with Joe or Mahomes against the L.A. team, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. No one's trying to watch freaking Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, we had to watch him, what, was it last year or the year before? That was two years ago. Two years ago when the 49ers went. That was two years ago. That was okay. That wasn't the best Super Bowl that I've seen. No, because the Chiefs, I mean, no, I mean, it was a great comeback game, though. Um, But, yeah, no one's trying to watch Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, we're we're done. Um, We're trying to watch the excitement. That's why everyone was cheering the Bengals, cheering for the Bengals over the Titans. mm -hmm. Because the Titans, yeah, they're a strong team. Um but we're trying to watch can't this, this fresh. Can't. We're trying to watch this fresh new faces with. I just want to see Derrick Henry in a bowl, a Super Bowl one. Derrick Henry. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear the name. I was talking. Oh no, that's okay. I, I mean, like, I do know who Derrick Henry is. He only way. has, realistically. They shouldn't have put him out there anyway. Reali- that's the first time I've ever heard of a guy coming off injury reserve going straight to active with a whole well, iron, with a whole iron as skillet as a foot. <laughs> yeah, and then like with as many carries as he's had, and he took some hard hits. I was like, "Woo, we don't want him back on that IR." But I do realistically, we only have a little bit longer before I think his body does start to take a toll. Just does start? Oh, it started. I mean, it started, but you know what I mean. Like before it truly becomes a point of 
Yeah. I, I can't sustain what I'm doing every game. Um, and I'd love to see him in a Super Bowl. It'd be so fun. But, I mean, Tannehill, you can't throw three picks. We, uh, it, You can't. Not on that stage. Not in a home field advantage. It's just so upsetting. And that, in part, is also not just my money. But I just... <laughs> you <laughs> lost your money. money? You put money on the Titans? Uh, uh, no, I mean not just my money for KC, but I'm like, I also just have a hard time getting behind the Bengals after, like, the heartbreak of the Titans. The yeah, heartbreak of the Titans. And the Bengals yeah. didn't even play that well re- anyway. Yeah. They won 16-13. to 13. Or 19-16. No. 19-16. And that was like a... a a game ender, like game ending, like down to like the last few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seconds. That was a uh, um, buzzer, buzzer beater field goal. Right, buzzer beater field goal. So, sir, I just I don't know. So I'm I'm going for Casey mainly because of my four hundred dollars. Also because I just I mean it's a safe bet. I'm a little I, disappointed. I think people are just picking on cheering on the Bengals because they're going to be an underdog and it'll be kind right. Of fun to watch. It's fun to always uh, the underdog is certainly fun to cheer yeah. for. But do I expect them to win? No. Everyone loves an underdog. That is for sure. That's a rally. One hundred percent. Yes. Um. Okay. So last thing, uh, basketball. You mean the Lady Vols, the only good basketball team that we can cheer on right now? Well, the the, the Tennessee Vols are okay. The men's basketball team all okay. The Ole Miss men's basketball team is trash. Uh, garbage. Um, our women's basketball team, while they're not as good as the Vols, we are in the top 25, and that is further than we've gotten in the past 10 years, so I will cheers to that Lady one. Vols are top five. We're yeah, out here Lady balling. Vols are certainly better. But women's balls truly have not been in, I don't even think, like, and this is me not fact-checking, so listeners, take it with a grain, but I don't know in the past 10 years if we've ever been in the top 25, or in recent. I know the Tennessee Lady Balls have, because we've always been good. Yeah, y'all good. We know, okay, you had a, what was her name, Pat, uh, um, oh, I can't think of her last name. Pat what? I wish y'all could see my face right now. I know her first name's Pat, you know who I'm talking about, I'm not being crazy. I just can't remember her last name. Starts with an S. Summit? Pat's. Yes. Is it Summit? Yes. Oh, okay. I was second guessing the Summit part. I was like, I know her name's Pat. And I was going to say Summit, and then I didn't want to get it wrong. Boo. I, mean, I don't know why you're booing. <laughs> Go ask five people on the street if they know who. The historic winning Lady if Vols we, basketball coaches. If we, if we go, I guarantee if we go out one you, time, you wouldn't out, get a if, single if person that says one, Pat Summit. If we go out one time and I ask one person and they know who it is, you owe me a drink. Fine. Let's do it right now. I know a couple homeless people down the road. No one's trying to, they don't have TVs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not my fault. I said out like, I said out like where people are in society. Fine. Let's go back to Clyde's. Okay. I bet out of five people... You maybe get one, maybe. And that's me being like, if you catch a good sports fan. Ma'am, you're not from here. Don't underestimate us. Nobody that lives in Nashville is, most people aren't from Nashville. <sighs> you're, oh my gosh. You know that's true. No. You're not from here. Anyway. I'm just saying, I got it right. So you can't be in shock with me. Barely. You know I knew who it was. She's but got yes. like a statue Pat on UT's yes, she has campus. a statue. Yes, and the whole and the I've court's named it. after her. It's literally 
For men's and women's. It's called the summit. It's right there on the right there on the court. Um, I've seen her statue. In person? Yeah. When? When I went to the UT career fair for my job. <laughs> nice. I did not see it when you and me went for the football yeah, we game because we, didn't we didn't were that not far. near that we part didn't, of campus. We, we didn't go, we, yeah, we didn't go that direction. Yeah. No, we, we skipped that because that's by the basketball arena and that's where the career fair was. That's mm-hmm, why I saw mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Been on the floor. But um, but no, if you want to cheer on a good team this season, come jump on the Lady Ball train. We balling. We going all the way. Gonna be lit. I'd love to see them be successful. Lady Vols. Lady Vols, baby. You know, I used to be like the super fan for the Lady Vols. I would show up to every single game. I didn't game. know that, but am I surprised? No. I used to, I showed up to every single game, face painted, cape on, tights. Can we get pictures? Huh? Can we get some pics? I have lots of pics all over my Facebook and Instagram. You should look them up sometime. Just send them to me. Like, one of the uh, NCAA tournaments, I literally just, like, stood up and just, from my seat, made the whole stadium get on their get on their feet. I was like, everyone, get the up. <laughs> I was like, get up, old people. Trini, you're Come really on. good at being a hype man. That's why when you were like, you might not have known. And I'm like, I didn't know that, but I can see it. Yeah. You've got a calling for that. You're good at being a Vols hype guy. Like, right. People or respond, any kind of hype guy. People respond to you when you're like, let's effing go sports. Yes. Too bad Ole Miss can't have me. I'll never do that. But for all the other teams, if any other teams need a hype man, call me. Give Trinity I'll go, a call. He's also I'll, an MC. I'll go, I'll go cheer on Arkansas. And How dare <laughs> you say that in the presence of myself and in my home. Oh. <laughs> That Just makes me great. sad. Nah, but really. Anyway. That's like the guy tonight at the bar at Clyde's. He was a, his brother played baseball at Mississippi State, and I said something about, oh, I went to Ole Miss, and he was like, ah, you guys aren't that good at baseball. And I was like, well, you're only saying that because you're our rival. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. You guys might be annoying, but no one's as annoying as Arkansas. And uh, I can cheers to that all day. Did you cheers? We didn't because then I started talking. Then why did you say you could cheers to that? Because I could cheers to that. But you didn't. You were right there at the bar. You had a drink in your hand. Did I? Yes. Did I finish it? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I need to go. All right. Well, we will come back with more basketball updates, and I am excited about baseball season on the horizon. So next pod, I definitely want to uh, highlight that a little bit preseason. Talk about Ole Miss baseball. We can get in the weeds with basketball. Uh, on the SEC front, um, certainly my team will not be there, but I'm happy to talk about others and to uh, watch other games this week. Okay, sounds good. All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers to you, madam. Why'd you gulp it like that?